Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts in the studio today. Man, we've got a full house. We got the Professor Richard Hoskins himself. Hot Rods and Happy Hour financial analyst slash numbers guru. What's happening, Old Lime, Connecticut? Holding it down for the CT. I hear you over That's there, right. Richie. All right, and of course, we got Smitty and Breezy back in the studio. Hello, Rob. What's happening, y'all? What's going on? And we got a special guest. We got Mr. Kobe Miller. He's a hot rider right here around town. Built some really cool rides. Kobe, say hey to everybody. Hey, everyone. That's what I'm See, Kobe, he just, hey, everybody. So no, it was, it was welcoming. It was. He sounded happy. He do, he he's did. always happy. Look, look who he's hanging around. Can you blame him? I mean, come on. I mean, this is like Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween, and Easter all at the same time. <laughs> I think so. I think it's like our birthdays. It, it, well, you know, that's that's red letter dates in history. I'm just throwing it out there. But guys, I tell you what, we got a really cool show lined up for you today. Because you know what, I was thinking about this, you know, and every week, you know, and, and everybody asks me, what are we going to talk about this week on the radio? What are we going to talk about? And you know, you start thinking about it. No matter what genre of car, no matter what it is, whether it's imports, late model stuff, classics, everything, there's always a truck. There's always a truck. But why are trucks so popular? I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, I, and I mean, like, we've all talked about trucks. We've talked about mini trucks. We've talked about classic trucks. We've talked about lifted trucks. We've talked about trucks that are lifted in the front, squatting the back. We've talked oh. about all of them. We've made fun of them. But you know what I'm saying. We've talked, we've talked about all kinds of stuff. But this is, but why the truck? And I want to get into, like, the psyche of it. Like, why are they so popular? I mean, and, and, and I think we got some really good points to talk about today on that. And I'm really stoked about it because, I mean, that's the thing. Like, everybody wants a truck. I mean, and it's, it, no matter where you go, there's always going to be a truck there. Especially here in the South. I mean, trucks are way of life. And that's what I like. Well, you know, trucks, they, people look at trucks as you're a hard worker. That's the status that you get off of a truck from where they originated way, 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 way back when and the evolution of them. It means that you've worked hard, you've played hard, and you have provided for your family. Well, it's that rough and tough, rugged thing going, you know, kind of like a Marlboro man, like a cowboy. Well, you look at my truck, you you can tell there ain't no work happening in that truck. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. The work's been done to it. Yeah, that's the, what, work that's, that's, that's the work. The work's still being done to it. But the number one thing with trucks is as a kid, when everybody was growing up, they always looked at their dads having a truck. So guess what you got when you turn 15, 16? You got your dad's truck and he got a new one. That's where all the truck things started and that's... Well, and that's a good one, too. I mean, I remember riding the back of a truck. Did you ride in the back of a oh, truck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's a, that's a good point, too, because um, you think about it, that gives, when you pass a truck down from father to child, they get to work on that truck together. It's an heirloom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it really does. It becomes 
an heirloom, a family heirloom. I mean, there's an attachment there, and then sometimes they get passed on for another generation. I got my grandpa's 86 C10 sitting in the yard just waiting to have some wrenches turned on it. I mean, and that's the cool thing about it. But and, 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 you know, and it's not just trucks. I mean, people do that with cars, too, but here in the South, I mean, but no matter what the genre, even the import guys are getting into the truck scene now. You're starting to see, you know, these little tuner trucks coming out. You know, they're fixing up these old 720s and 620s and Hilux trucks and things like that, like, are coming out, like, import style. Yeah. Not old school mini trucks. These guys are building stance trucks, I guess is what you would call it. I mean, it's every realm of the automotive world, there's a truck in it. And I mean, and that's that's what's cool about it. It's, it's, but, but why? I mean, like, it always pops up. The truck is always going to be the most popular. Like, I remember back in the day, you know, back when you're building a show car in the street rods, and Kobe, Kobe can really bounce off this one, too, back in the street rod days. You know, like, the perfect vehicle to have would have been, like, a five-window Chevrolet truck. You can go to truck shows. You can go to street rod shows. You can go to open car shows. You've got a vehicle that virtually could compete in anything and build the perfect trophy-winning truck yep. out of it because of what it is. That's exactly right. But then at the end of the day, when nowadays, when you go to any of these street rod nationals or um, run to the sun, anything like that, what's the number one truck you see there? It's going to be a five window or a 70 model C10. There's millions of them out there. I don't even know how they all still exist, but they're they're just everywhere. Well, the aftermarket, that's why. Yeah, that's exactly I mean, right. You got to you know? think about it. I mean, you can buy actually fiberglass five window cabs now. Yep. So, uh, you can turn a small window into a big window. Exactly. You can do whatever you want. Uh, I mean, I think about it. they made millions mm-hmm. of C10 trucks over the years. Millions of C10 trucks, and that's what makes them really cool, is that they're around and they're popular. But even the Ford trucks, your F100s, it's not just the GM yep. products. Nope. I mean, like all. the old, and, and that's the thing that's cool about it. I mean, it's, but they're so popular, and they never die. Like it doesn't matter what the trend is, there's always going to be a truck involved with it. In one way or another, and so this this uh, whole episode, we're going to be talking about trucks, and we and we've got some really cool things to touch base on on this. But we're going to dig a little deeper into this truck psyche, and I think that's the cool thing. But why, you know, why people go to trucks, and you know, kind of like Kobe was talking about, and like you know, Smitty was talking about, we want to get into that side of it, like. What's the attraction with the truck? And we've got some really cool key points to talk about. And actually, we've done a lot of research on this. We've done homework. You'd be proud of me. I haven't read this much since high school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is crazy. <laughs> but it's, but it's, you know, this is our hobby. This is what we do. And speaking of what we do, I want to tell you something about Mr. Kobe Miller. There's a reason why I want him in the studio today. This guy right here can not only build a badass car, but he can build a bad truck, too. And he's finishing up one in his shop right now, Smitty. And I'm going to tell you something will make you do crazy things when you see it. He sent me a picture of it, and my teeth chattered. It was so bad. Man, that thing was, is bad news, buddy. He was just showing me pictures of the grill. I'm and, telling you. I mean, I do crazy things for it. Just I mean, the grill. Like, I mean, I, you look at it, it's just like, mm, goodness gracious yeah, alive. I ain't even got the rest of the truck. and we'll still do something crazy. I tell you what, them faces you were making, Breezy was looking at you like, what kind of pictures are you looking at, fool? <laughs> <laughs> then I saw him, and I, I couldn't blame him on that. That's what I'm saying. Kobe, tell us about this 57 Chevrolet pickup truck. Well, the truck started out as a 57 Chevrolet, of course, uh, stepside truck. It was bought here local. It was a rust bucket. Completely cut cut it up, put all new floor pans, all new custom one-off dash in it. It's got custom grill. I couldn't even begin to tell you how many thousands and thousands of hours of just metal work and body mods on this truck, but it is so subtle so clean that when you look at it, it still looks like a 57 
but it's far from a 57. But that's what makes it cool is those little touches because every time you look at it, you see something different about it. That's exactly right. And when it, I mean, it's got, like I said, the bed is, is, is just as slick as, the inside of the bed is just as slick as the outside. I mean, the whole truck from front to back is just going to be one clean, smooth, never-ending classic pickup truck. And that's what I was going for. So, Kobe, you think when we get it done, we can go to Lowe's and pick up a load of pine needles with it? Negative. No. But, but to tell us about the grill in this thing, because, you know, like a 57 Chevrolet truck grill, a 57 had a pretty grill in the truck. Now, the 55s and the 56s kind of had like that egg crate style, yep. like a 55 Chevrolet yep. a little bit. But a 57 had a good-looking grill, but you switched that up, and yep. you knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I, I, what I did is I went ahead and cut out the, the old existing grill and just used the surround of it and then welded in a bar with uh, out of a 57 Chevrolet car. I thought that would look just really slick, really cool. I've never seen one. Cut it down, molded it, fitted in there. It just looks clean, and slick. And this is all chrome now. This all is all chrome, chrome work. Yeah. All chrome. And what's so crazy about it is I found a new system. Uh, it's actually out of Kingsport, North Carolina, a company called New Print, and they actually do spray chrome. And with that spray chrome, you can do body work. You can do whatever you want, and it is just you cannot tell the difference unless you accidentally chip it for some crazy reason. Well, I mean, you think about it, and it's like paint. Yep. <clears throat> so it's, you know, it's clear and everything, yep. so it's protected from the elements. Yep. It technically holds up really as good as chrome does. Oh, I think it actually holds up better. Probably in the long run, it probably mm-hmm. does. And if you ever have a problem or something like that with it... You can touch it up. And the cool thing about that new chrome stuff, too, is also you can take parts that normally would have never been repaired, you can repair them. That's now. exactly right. You can, you can cut on it, you can weld on it, you can do whatever you want, and then at the end of the day... It is just flawless. Love it. I love it. i tell you what ain't flawless. These commercial breaks, man, they sneak up on us every time. Guys, stay tuned. We're talking trucks right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. We've got Smitty and Breezy in the studio. What's happening, y'all? And tell you what, we got Richard Hoskins, Hot Rods and Happy Hour, resident financial analyst slash numbers guru. What is happening, Sky High, California? No comment. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a fun place. It does sound like a fun place. And then we got a great local builder right here in Studio West. We got Kobe Miller. Beans, we're talking trucks, guys. Howdy, y'all. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> there it is. That's, that's the Traveler's Rest coming out right oh, there. Yeah. Howdy, y'all. Richard, that should be your next town. Traveler's Rest, South it Carolina. It could. It could. I love it. I love TR. I love TR, man. I work there. That's what I'm screaming. That's, that's where right. all the cool people hang out. Yeah, that's man. right. That's the spot. It is. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to tell you something. It's becoming like the bicyclist capital of the world. Yeah, but it's still nice. It is. It is nice. <laughs> it's a nice place. You know, it's just just a nice place. Small town atmosphere. It is small town atmosphere next to that old Greenville. That's right. Old Devil Greenville. Old Devil. Oh, man. I tell you what, guys. We're talking trucks. And this is my thing. You don't. You really can't talk about where you're going until you know where you've been. I want to give a shout to Breezy on that one. That was a good line. I like that. I have good thoughts. You do have good thoughts. So we're talking about a little history. So now the first truck rolled out like what? The night, early 1900s, Josh? 1896 to be exact. 1896. Ask him the name of the guy that invented it. He can't say it. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, Smitty. Gotta live, Dommler. Gotta live, Dom. Well, I got a, I got a feeling he's a part of the Dommler Chrysler crew somewhere down the line. 
Yes. You would I would almost say. That's he's a diamond guy for sure. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely he's definitely in there somewhere. But and then of course later on Henry Ford, he jumps in. Yep. And he started out his truck now. They didn't call it a truck though. No, they called it a runabout. Model T runabout. And I think they called it that because one, it's a Ford and they know you're gonna be running around. Yeah. It. And two <laughs> I can't say on the radio, but, <laughs> but, but, but I mean, you got to think about it. But that's where it started right there, though. And I mean, and ever since, and trucks have gone nuts. Yeah. Everybody loves yeah. a truck. I mean, and that's, that's the thing that's cool. Now, so what's some cool high points going through, going through from Henry Ford's pickup truck? Henry Ford, by 1936, had already sold 3 million trucks. In 1936. Wow. Three million? That's a, that's a lot of trucks. Ooh. It's correct. Yeah, in 1936. I didn't think there was three million people. That's what I was about to in say. In the United States in 1936. That's I didn't insane. think there was three million people to push the truck in 1936 for sure. <laughs> that's a lot of pushing. That's that's a whole lot. People were tougher back then. Though. Yeah. Very tough. Very tough. I mean, come on. It was the focus group. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you everybody was so mad back then. Take your truck out for a push. Yeah, take it out for a push. <laughs> I wonder what was invented first, the wheelbarrow or Henry Ford's truck. <laughs> That's what we got the idea from. That's concept. <laughs> it's kind of like a smaller version. It's easier to handle. But so anyway, so we got so we moved from the Henry Ford. But now, I mean, like jumping into the forties. And then you know, Henry Ford put the flat V8 in his pickup truck. Yeah. And going into the 50s, and like we was talking about mm-hmm. Kobe's build, got this 57 Charlie trucks. And that's when these trucks really started getting some style. I mean, you had your F1s and your F100s yep. that were pretty and they're rounded. And, and I mean, you know, they're really putting design efforts. It's getting a little more than utility. They made a pretty truck. Well, that's also when uh, Dotson came out with the first compact truck, 1959, really? the Dotson yep. 1000 pickup. Yep, 1000 pickup. Mm hmm. And then where the where the whole truck industry took a big big turn is when Chevrolet came out with a Cameo. It went from a work truck to a gentleman's truck with the fleet side. Well, and the thing you got to think about, fleet side was a new concept altogether. I mean, yep. every truck was a step side truck yep. technically. There was no such thing as a step side. They were just that's how they came. But this fleet side, you had a Cameo truck had the fiberglass side yep. panels on the side. This truck was not made to haul lumber in. Nope. They, they called it the gentleman's pickup truck. The gentleman's truck. Maybe that's why I like a step size so much. You know, being a gentleman and all. Being a gentleman and all. I love a side a side step truck, man. Uh, and I like them all, but a Cameo yeah. truck's just Cameo sexy. trucks are just gorgeous. They're beautiful. They're Even beautiful through. trucks. And, and I think every one of them came white with red trim. Yeah, just about. And it I seems so. like every picture of a Cameo original is like that. Exactly. Yep. I yep. seen I seen a I seen an episode just the other day talking about cameo trucks and and how they got built and how they got started, and the reason why they actually had the fiberglass sides compared to a steel side, because it was a prototype and they could not afford the stamping, so the Corvette designer decided, why don't we make this out of fiberglass and let me give it a try? And that's how the fiberglass sides came so about. So Corvette technology working yep. into the pickup oh, trucks yep. in the yep. early game. He yep. just had to get him started on Corvettes again. That was last week. <laughs> that was last no week. more Corvettes. Speaking on C4 Corvettes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'll spare you. We'll just do an implant into a Cameo. No. <laughs> but but that's a very I mean that that's a very good looking truck. You yep. want to talk about it makes a beautiful hot rod? Oh, God, yes. <sighs> Big window Cameo truck? Wow. 
Yeah, that's that just makes me think dirty thoughts over here. <laughs> yes, me too. I'm just like, <laughs> I tell you what's even prettier. It's like I like the the five, six, seven trucks. They're gorgeous, yeah. but I'm kind of weird. I like the '58, '59, the four I trucks. Oh yeah, yeah. I like those trucks, and they're starting to come on strong. Used to nobody really liked them. Nope. But uh, I tell you a little blast from the past, and Kobe probably can remember this. Richard May, Richard May. But, you know, Don Johnson actually drove one in Miami Vice. Yes. He had a hot rod 58 Chevrolet truck. Yep. Yeah, I don't remember that. Sure did. And sure uh, did. it was wild. It was chop top. I mean, it was a crazy-looking truck. And the funnier story about this truck is my dad actually tried to buy it. It was for sale at Myrtle Beach at Run to the Sun. Wow. I mean, I'm talking about 1995. So it was oh, wow. an old build then, but the guy was trying to sell it. My dad loves 5859 trucks. And this truck was sitting there, and it was painted lime green. And you know the lowrider rat? Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. It had it painted on the tailgate. Oh, mm-hmm. that's cool. That would be a, that'd oh, be yeah. a cool build. Yeah, that that was a neat truck. Chop top, big block Chevrolet. And oh, the whole yeah. thing, like on Miami Vice, was like something like he was running like 200 mile an hour yeah, on his yeah, pickup truck or something. Like that. Yeah, it was and I mean, I mean, it was a cool truck. I mean, like it had a, like centerline solids on it. No, I mean, it was cheesy from the word go but my dad I, like i remember looking at that truck with my dad he said yeah don johnson drove it <laughs> i'm like well that's cool but it was like flat black in Miami device but still very very cool very very cool truck but then ford started coming on strong too ford started coming out with their fleet size what 57 yeah it was yep, the first year for a fleet size for ford so i mean and that's a cool thing there so now tell us a little more now i know smitty got smitty done went old school I mean, he done went book report style he's yeah. got his trapper keeper out yeah you know <laughs> he's got he's got his classic he's, he's got his classic truck trapper keeper out <laughs> exactly he's been, <laughs> he's been up for three days doing research oh i love it well, we're talking it. about the 50s the pickup truck didn't become a status symbol until the 50s. Oh, yeah. Well, that's when they started putting some real style into them. Yeah. I mean, they made some iconic trucks in the 40s, like your 44 truck. And, you know, in the in 48, when they came out with the F1s and things yeah. like that. But in the 50s, I mean, all the cars in the 50s are gorgeous. And, oh, yeah. Except for the Etzel. <laughs> I'll tell you what else ain't pretty is these commercial breaks. Man, we get we get uh. on a good run. we got to stop every time. Guys, I'll tell you what, we got a lot more Hot Rods and Happy Hour coming right at you. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. We got Smitty and Breezy on the mic over here. Hello. She's so nice. Yeah. And yeah, then, of course, we got, we got the professor himself in the studio, Richard Hoskins, Hot Rods and Happy Hour resident financial expert slash numbers guru. What is going on, Good Thunder, Minnesota? Is there is good, good thunder. thunder, Minnesota? And then we got Kobe Miller in the studio. We got he's a hometown builder. This guy puts together some wild stuff here, and he's a truck guy. So we thought we'd bring him in today. Kobe, say hi to everybody. What's up, everyone? What's up? Howdy is how it goes. Oh, We're tru- howdy again! This I is forgot. a truck show, Kobe. Truck show. I forgot. Howdy, y'all. Here we are trying to sound professional. You're killing it. How can you be from Traveler's Rest and not have howdy in your normal dictionary? Yeah, in your normal vocab. Yeah, but we got to put y'all after it. Though. Y'all. We got to have the y'all. Even if there's only one I feel person. like I feel like we're going to have to like break it down for everybody who listens to this show on iTunes around the world because everybody's going to be like, <laughs> what's a y'all? Or Ewins. Ewins. Now we're going a little bit farther up that, north and we're going to go with Ewins. Yeah, that's you and your friends. <laughs> no, that's just one. 
<laughs> That's just one person. Singular. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. So we're talking trucks. You know, we're talking about the iconic trucks of the 50s, the F1s and the cameos and things like that. But I'll tell you something else. We had a lot of those trucks coming out of the left field. We had some very eclectic trucks coming out in the 50s. Things you don't see no more. Dead brands all the way around. Like the International. Yeah, you know, that one was in 1957. It was the first crew cab pickup. And it was actually called a Travelette, kind of like Traveler's Rest. But you know? travel at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you got the, the first crew cab truck. So don't you know that the utility-wise of that, like all these construction companies and railroads and things like that, because there was actually people that were building crew cab trucks in the 60s, and they were actually like aftermarket outfitters making four-door trucks. Yes. It wasn't like a dealer thing or a factory thing. There was actually out, aftermarket outfits building these trucks. But in the 50s, International stepped up. Of course, there again, of course, International made heavy trucks also, so oh, yeah. kind of catering to everybody. And then, of course, we had the Willys Jeepsters. Yep. We were talking about I, that on the break. I love Willys Jeepsters. And then right after that, Volkswagen jumped on board with their double cab pickup truck, which was a part of a bus that it turned into a pickup truck. Exactly. Which well, was really then, cool. Then you had a little Corvair trucks in the 60s, yep. too, if you just want to get wild with yeah. it. But, I mean, there was a lot of cool things in the 50s like that. I mean, even Dodge had some pretty stylish trucks in the 50s. And then they went to the sweat line style, and that's probably the prettiest Dodge truck ever made, in my opinion. I, I think those are just good-looking trucks. And then, of course, I like the Lurid Expresses. Those are just cool. We'll touch base on them here in a little bit. But lots and lots of style was coming in in the 50s. So we're rolling into the 50s. We're rolling into the 60s trucks now. And I'll be honest with you, that's kind of a weird time for trucks. You know, the Fords look kind of funny. The Chevrolets were a little weird, but, they, I mean, they weren't too far off. But in the early 60s, you know, like, it's like they came out, like, I love a 65, 66 Chevrolet truck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's one of my favorite But But that weird kind of transition from 60 to 64. 64 is not too bad. 63 is better. 62 is like, yeah. 61 is like, no. And 60 is that ugly stepsister. I mean, it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's hideous. It's just the ugly duckling of them all. But... The only thing I hate about those trucks is they got that wraparound windshield on them that come all that comes all the way to the side, like yeah. six inches into the to the driver's area. So when you open the door, you hit your knee on it when you get in it. You hit your knee on the windshield. I post. still love it, man. I, there's nothing better than a wraparound windshield. Oh, and they're pretty, and I mean it's a good looking it's a good looking truck. But that's always been my problem with those trucks, is is you hit your knees on them. Well, people just, wasn't as tall as we are back then, bro. Yeah. All them all them hormones in the chickens what yeah, gets everybody. We drink too much milk. Just, chickens. Just like Kobe said over the break, we them ten year olds with beards, you know. <laughs> I can even barely grow a goatee. There's a 10-year-old with a better beard than me. That's bad. <laughs> that ain't right. I'm telling you. Well, tell me something. What about the Ford Ranchero? Oh, see, that's another oh. thing now. And see, now, this is a this is a spirited debate. Is it really a truck? You know, because they always call these utility vehicles. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we ain't talking about expeditions and explorers, kids. We're talking about trucks with car front end sitting on car chassis. And, of course, you have the El Camino, too. It's kind of like a mullet. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's the mullet. Business the in the front, party in the back. Exactly. But I'm going to tell you something, you know, and they get a bad rap. But, you know, and I'm not, everybody knows, I mean, it's not, you know, 6 o'clock news, but I'm not the biggest Ford fan in the world. But I will say this, a 57 Ford Ranchero is an absolutely gorgeous vehicle. That was my actual first lowrider was a Ford Ranchero. What really? Year? It was a 67 Ford Man. Ranchero, 289 car, 
all we did was I bought it I think for 150 bucks from this old guy and we literally brought it back to the farm and jacked it up and ripped the springs all the way out and just laid her on the ground. I mean, <laughs> I, it I was like lit- how he says that he brought it back to the farm. Yep, that, that's awesome. And it literally you ain't would, hauling turnips in this thing. No, uh-huh. it would like literally you go to change lane, reflectors would fly. Hey. I love it. <laughs> See, you turn my you turn my arm to get me to light the ranchero. I'm not gonna it's lie. Like, <laughs> when you cool. said it was a reflector collector, we had Smitty on board. And, and what was so day. crazy, the uh, it was one of the ugliest things because it was green. Oh. It was green with green interior, but it was a fun vehicle to Smith, ride around. Smitty's on. logic: if sparks don't fly, you're too high. Exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you, well, I mean, but that's that was the cool thing. But these things were extremely popular. You know, the Rancheros and the El Caminos and all that stuff. These things were gorgeous vehicles. Like you, you take a '59 El Camino. Yes, that's one of my favorite. They are a work of art. You know, that's they get a bad rap. The Elcos do. You know, and and they kind of fall in a bad. At a bad spot in value, also, Richard. Richard, you can step yeah. up on this. It's so funny. The Chevelle guys hate them. They don't claim them. The nope. truck guys don't want them. Nope. So they're no. kind of out there. By, it's like Misfit Island. It's the Rancheros, the El Caminos, and the Dodge Rampages are floating around <laughs> out here by yeah. themselves. It's a little yeah. bit more of a limited market. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit of a niche market. But I want to tell you something. I had a 67 El Camino that I absolutely loved. I mean, it was a great car. And they're, and they're really neat cars. And you can get into them priced right. I mean, you can buy a 70 El Camino, which is a.k.a. a 70 Chevelle from the doors up. And for way less than you could buy a 70 Malibu for. We're talking 70 Chevelle four-door money for an El Camino. But they get such a bad rap. Like, the Harley guys love them. I've never (laughs) understood that because the motorcycle really doesn't fit in the back of them. But the Harley guys always seem to like them. And I guess maybe because the car guys were kind of down on the motorcycle guys, so they teamed up with the El Camino guys because they were hated too. (laughs) It might be more that the El Camino guys like Harleys. Yes. That could be it too. That could be it too. Because when you got the mullet going on in the El Camino, you, you just cross right over into the motorcycles. Well, well, I mean, it just flows so nicely. Well, maybe, 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 the maybe the El Camino guys are like, well, okay, you car guys don't want to play with us? Fine, then. We'll just go over here and play with the motorcycle guys. Yeah. That's right. I mean, but, and that's the thing. It's so funny. Like, I'm, I'm a member of numerous Chevelle forums and things like that. And, and these cars, like, you got these guys on there that are, like, diehard, and they, like, let them on just because they have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, their car is virtually a Chevelle. But the worst El Camino, I don't care, across the board ever made, was a mid '80s El Camino SS Choo Choo Edition. Don't I mean, come on, Kobe. Kobe, Kobe it's please, a Monte please, Carlo. please, Kobe, <laughs> Kobe, please stop right now because I'm pretty sure Harold Hall, my shop teacher, <laughs> listens to this show, and he loved those things. He had, he actually had a Laguna, the earlier oh, style, oh, oh, oh. and then he had the second ugliest El Camino ever made, and then he had the number one Numero Uno. I actually helped paint it in school, the black. 86 SS Choo Choo Customs, which is basically, Harold, don't take this to heart, the ugliest automobile probably ever made. (laughs) I mean, it had like the fake side pipes. Yep. And (laughs) the hood scoop. Oh, yeah, the sticker. With the 305 in it. And I loved it because they had a sticker that said Designer Series. It was was as designer as a members only jacket. Choo Choo Customs didn't really uh, cater a lot to the younger generation. Choo Choo Customs cater a lot 
I think Choo Choo Customs was like one of those side companies that was owned by 3M because they made two-sided tape. Because everything <laughs> that Choo Choo Customs makes sticks on. Yes. The ground effects. The, everything. The hook Do it yourself. It's like 600 yards of 3M double-sided tape, a little bit of plastic and fiberglass. Bada boom, bada bing. We got a custom El Camino. <laughs> With a train and, on the side. Oh, yeah. And then they put those, those uh, what you call it, on the side of it. Kill me. The uh, the, the tie downs on the, across the bed rails. Yeah, the bed oh, rails. Yeah. They put, and the thing yep. is, the, only, the way the way a bed's made on an El Camino is in. they don't have, so they kind of stick out the sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're on the outside. I yeah, I it's, them, it's. I took them off my 79. I mean, you're, so you're going down the road, you have. Toe hooks on the side of the El Camino, <laughs> and it just—oh, it hurts my heart. It hurts my heart. I mean, Harold. I mean, Harold's crying right now. But and I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how they call it a SS with a 305 in it. See, you got to think about it. They were playing the name game there. You know, it, it, I, th- I think SS on those stood for shame, shame. <laughs> because I'm a GM guy. Don't get me wrong. You cut my veins. I bleed Chevrolet orange. That okay? wasn't even the L69 305 either. <laughs> no, it was like the 105 horsepower. Yeah, it was, that was that was that was one gilded pony. If you catch my drift, this that that thing was weak as water. Uh, I tell you what else is weak, man. These commercial breaks, dude. We get talking good. We gotta stop again. I need to call and apologize to Harold anyway, guys. <laughs> we got a lot more hot rods and happy hour coming right at you. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts in the studio. We got local builder Kobe Miller. Kobe, say hey to everybody. How you Ewan's doing? Ewan's doing. <laughs> Kobe, you are really not helping the stereotype of the South. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> And then, of course, we got Smitty and Brielle over What's, here on the mic. What's Don't happening, use my y'all? government name. Breezy. Thank you. On the mic. And, of course, we got the professor himself, Richard Hoskins, Hot Rods and Happy Hour financial analyst slash numbers guru. This sounds like a fun one. What is going on Apex, North Carolina? I've actually hey. been through Apex, Me North too. Carolina. Really? Was it fun? I, I don't remember it. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Hmm. Well, then it was probably fun. I think I've so. actually done some racing in Apex. He's he's raced at Apex. I had a DVD player that had Apex on it one time. <laughs> I tell you, it was like the worst ninety nine bucks I've ever spent in my life. <laughs> I've never had a DVD player that skipped as bad as this thing did. It was like hand crank. It was like a phonograph DVD player. Yeah, you got to be flying around turns for it to work, right? Yeah, that that one's just it just didn't work. It was just a bad bad thing. Top Gun with a cheap DVD player is a bad thing. <laughs> really bad. Wow. I'm bringing back memories for Breezy, I can yeah. tell right now. She's got her eyes closed. I, I Everybody got thing. one of those things for Christmas. Yes, I had yeah. one. Breezy's sitting over there, inverted. That's, that's like yep. Christmas 99. Everyone, yep. Everybody got the ooh, it's DVD mm-hmm. and got Top Gun on DVD. Oh, it's so awesome. Newsflash. It still sucked. It's yeah, true. it was yeah. not that good of a movie. I, I wasn't a big Top Gun fan. I'm sorry. You weren't Maverick? No, no, no. I'm more of an Iceman kind of guy anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Iceman me. was cooler. Yeah, and I mean, and I'll be honest with you, Top Gun's still the best Tom Cruise movie ever made, hands down. Hands down. Hands down. And Robert Duvall carried all the weight on that one. <laughs> Period. Just say, really? No. What's the best Tom Cruise movie? I would probably, well, Top Gun is way up there, but... I would probably say, yeah, let's go with Top Gun. Yeah, <laughs> smart yeah. guy. Now that I think about it, yeah, he, that probably is the best one. Did no one here see Risky Business? Yeah, I'm now like, that's, that's a good one. I, I was mean, thinking he's... Risky Business. That's that well, was... did nobody see Cocktail? 
Cocktail was a good one, too. Yeah, I mean, but, I know y'all sat there with bottles and tried to flip them up and do all that good stuff, because I did. I could do it. I, I like could do it. But you know what? Cocktail, they may have been flipping bottles. In Risky Business, he was flipping poor 928 Porsches into the water. That yes. was that, that was the that's best true. ever. That's true. I still love those Porsches from that movie. Oh, uh, yeah, man. And I, Bob I think it's Seger. one of those beautiful cars ever made. And Bob Seger. Who doesn't like well, Bob Seger? I mean, if you're driving a 928. He was in Days of Thunder, too, though. That's what I'm saying. I said Days of Thunder is the best. Yeah, yeah Days of Thunder by far. I thought you said Top Gun. No, no, no. Top Gun. Oh, okay. Top Gun sucks. Okay. Days of Thunder. <laughs> Days of down. Thunder all day. Yeah. Top I mean, Gun's a rookie movie. Days of Thunder, that's a winner movie. Yeah, man. How can you not have Days of and Thunder Robert du- I want to tell you something. If Robert Duvall's in it, it's good. The end. Period. Well, yeah. True. I, I learned agree. something actually interesting today, and it's a little off subject, but you know it's my radio show, so I don't care. <laughs> so, do you know that Robert Duvall was originally cast to be in Shawshank Redemption instead of Morgan Freeman? I knew that. Really, Robert yes. Duvall. Do you know? Do you know how much that movie would have changed with Robert Duvall in it? Yeah, I probably lot. would have owned it on DVD then. I actually like that movie. I, I do like the movie. movie. I miss my friend. If you, Andy. if you just got, if you just have like a whole day of absolutely doing nothing because you can start it in a move morning and you're going to go to sleep watching it still because it's exactly. That long. <laughs> and, and, then, and then when you wake up at six o'clock, you'll be Andy sanding on a boat. You know, <laughs> that's, I mean, right, that's right. That's right. It's 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 actually a really good movie, but it would have been actually a good book it, too. It would have been it would have actually reading. Been a re- no, we don't read. Well, you know, here. Stephen King wrote that. You know, yes, and it's actually a series of short stories. Exactly, and mm-hmm. he actually sold that screenplay to the uh, the director of that movie for a thousand bucks. Yep. Mm. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm going to throw a bit of information on Shawshank Redemption. The place they film the movie for the prison, guess what they have at it every year? It's what? in Ohio. Guess what they have every What's year? What's that? Dropped and destroyed. A mini truck show. They have a, a mini truck show at a jailhouse. It's more like a reunion, but you know <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, I served time there. I know where that's at. <laughs> Man, that's the one show gorgeous. that nobody has to GPS that's going. They're like, yeah, I know. I got people there. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go see my Uncle Leroy anyway. They have a mini truck show during the day, and at night they do the ghost walk through the old prison. That's pretty cool. That's it's pretty awesome. cool. That's awesome. I have never been, I've never been to a car show in a jailhouse. No, I never have either. It's on my bucket list. It, that one, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to add it to mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's only it eight mine. hours away. I mean, come on, yeah. really. You know? Just take, we'll take, we'll take Miss Wu. Maybe, maybe, maybe when I break out the old Azuzu, we exactly. might have to make a road trip. Up That's there. what I'm hey, screaming. We can do this. I tell you what, let's just put it on a car trailer. You want to? Somebody let me borrow a car trailer? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, so we're talking trucks this week on Hot Rods and Happy Hour, not movies. And, uh, <laughs> But, you know, and that's the thing that's that's cool about these trucks. You know, we're talking about El Caminos when we left off. And the first thing that popped in my mind, I wonder what came first, the mullet or the El Camino? Well, I got to answer that. You know, I kind of... Smitty all wise over here and all. He's breaking all kinds of stuff. No matter what you talk about, Smitty says, well, actually... Well, actually... But again, he's been doing that three days, staying up all night long, doing all that research. Yeah, Yeah, he's studying like a schoolgirl over here. (laughs) (laughs) He's... Poor Smitty over here got carpal tunnel from from writing so much. <laughs> I love it. Breeze probably wrote for him. He probably just sat over there on the on the couch. And we need to, we need to, to get we need to get Will just to dictate and take notes for you. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Can I borrow Will for Can a couple I, of days? Right. I need to borrow Will. <laughs> he has excellent penmanship. I got a cheeseburger Happy Meal with his name all over it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when he's done. All right, back to the kids' table. You go. Yes, that's it. 
Take oh. your little toy. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, poor little guy. He's not even here to defend himself this week. No. I, I, I kind of miss him. But anyway, we'll have him back here next week. So tell me about it. So what do you think came first, the mullet or the El Camino? Well, let's just say back in 1918, Chevrolet produced early truck models that looked like a car but performed like a truck. But the funny thing about it, the customer had to put the bed on the truck themselves. So basically, it was like an unfinished, like a cabin chassis, technically. Exactly, or, yeah. So technically, I guess the El Camino was before the mullet? Yeah, yeah probably so. Things that boggle the mind. Richard's over here. I'm trying to think, <laughs> when did mullets come out? Oh. <laughs> I think as people sat in the driver's seat of the El Camino, <laughs> their, their mullets started, started growing. It was, yeah. like, it was like, you know, it was it just like evolution. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something's happening. Yeah. I would probably say early 60s. I would think that's when the mullet. Yeah. That's about the same time them aviator glasses came out. Like Kyle Pitt. Well, Kyle Pitt, he had that thing for a long time. Well, he actually he shaved his off, though. Yeah. He had the Smart perm guy. and everything. That's all I'm about to say, the perm. <laughs> they actually showed a picture of Jamie, an early picture of Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx had a mullet. Yes, yeah. he did, and I remember mm-hmm. that. Mullet, mullet, mullet does not. Uh, what you call it? it? Anybody can have a mullet, and Jamie Foxx had a mullet, and a pretty mean gap going there too. He yeah. did. He did. Yeah. He got that fixed though. He did. He did. Mm-hmm. You could kick a field goal between that. But yeah. I want to tell you something. <laughs> but he had a mullet though. I mean, everybody did. I wonder if he had an El Camino. I'm not gonna lie. I had a mullet in kindergarten. You did. It was curly. It oh, was cute. Lord. I had the perm and the mullet. And the racing stripes. You wasn't cool until you got the racing stripes. Yeah. Oh, the I actually had a perm and a mullet myself. Yeah. And there's probably two pictures of it. I'm pretty sure I burned all the rest of them. I got rid of them. I saw them. Oh. God. And the crazy thing Right is. before school pictures, too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I even had the rat tail. Oh, Ooh. I had the rat tail, too. Yes. I had, I had the rat tail. Well, guys, I mean, we're talking about trucks and not but bad hair decisions, but... Yes. <laughs> Don't they go hand in hand. Yeah, right. go hand in I hand. Never, I never had a rat tail. Like, I grew up on the classy side of the trailer park. So, I mean, you know, I have, like, my dad drove a C4 Corvette, so I couldn't have a rat tail. Hey, it's like I told you the other day. Just because your street had a name and not a number <laughs> don't mean that you're yeah. any better than I am. Don't be coming off hoity-toity <laughs> on me now. <clears throat> the... <laughs> But the trucks in the 60s really started gaining a lot of style, though. Like I said, in the 50s, they started getting kind of around and going, of course. But in the 60s, you started having custom cab trucks. Yes. You started getting trucks with more options on yep. it. And, and, you know, like, you know, we had the gentleman's truck with a Cameo. Now that was becoming way more popular. We had fleet side trucks. Yes, fleet side trucks. Then you had trucks with AC. AC yes, which and, and and that's the thing you think about. Now, AC in the fifties was a rare thing. Sixties, you start seeing more in cars, but in trucks, that was something that didn't happen. No, I tell you something else. I wish didn't happen. These commercial breaks, man. We get going, guys. Stop again. Killing us. Killing I'm us. telling, you, killing it, killing it. Guys, stay tuned. We're talking classic trucks right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour on 106.3 WORD. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 